everyone. Welcome to Mixtape Mixtape. Podcast, podcast. I'm your host, Julia. And I'm your host, Mike. Each episode, we pick a topic and make you a mix. What's this week's episode? It's a Christmas episode! A Christmas extravaganza! Okay, so we're picking Christmas songs. Yeah, for you to, like, wrap gifts to? It's a episode for you to wrap gifts to! Okay, cool. Awesome. So, Julia, yes, Feliz Navidad. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Happy Christmas holidays. to Have you, Have a colorful too. Kwanzaa. Help you winter solstice. Happy Hanukkah. Merry something. Merry something. Merry insert it. Shut up with the text. You can't Shut help it if you're up. so popular. Yeah. Shout out to the uh, my homies at the breakfast bar in Long Beach <laughs> just texting me and being like, hey, man, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, it's because I live over here now. Right. Well, you guys should go to the breakfast bar. I you guess. guys should go to the breakfast bar and then come with me to the Ordinaire because they're doing like a tiki Christmas thing. Wait, where? What? Now? The Ordinaire. Where's it's that? It's a new like restaurant bar in downtown Long Beach. And right now this month they're doing like this tiki Christmas bar. Oh, right. Oh. So is it the Sip and Santa? I don't know. I just know that they have like uh, like a T-Rex Santa tiki mug. Wait, what? No. Stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Mike, like, never mind the podcast. We're going right yeah. now. <laughs> sorry, I got, sorry, guys. I just remembered I got something to do. Got anyway, so... We lost uh, another. This is going to be our last podcast for the year. Yeah, we're going to take a little break. And maybe forever. No, maybe. I'm just kidding. No, just, <laughs> Let's reevaluate our situation here. Look at our here. numbers, guys. And remember I joked that there's like seven listeners. Turns out there actually is just seven yeah. listeners. Yeah. And there's about six people in the room right now. So, For only a quarter a day, you can help sponsor right, this exactly. podcast. Yeah. No, um, so we're, we're like normal. We realize that we're kind of prolific. Like we, we put out a podcast or something every week. And uh, everybody goes on hiatus for a couple weeks at least, right? Why not I mean, us? Why not us, man? Let's just take a little breaky. Yeah. We've got some things going on, so it's okay. But we're going to give you, a uh, this week, a Christmas wrapping uh, list. So, yeah. like, it'll come out as you're wrapping your gifts. All you last minuteers out there, you'll be oh, like, it'll yeah. drop, and you'll be like, dang. The ones that are driving to the malls and fighting to get a parking spot. Yes. Oh, this is coming last... out Friday, actually. This is so this th- Friday, you could yeah. listen to this while you're waiting in line to see the new Star Wars film if that's your oh, thing. Oh yeah, that's yeah, true. That's go. true. Annoy everyone around you by playing this really loud. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> nerds. No, actually I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Are you a Star Wars fan? Uh, you're an enthusiast you're not? Okay. I don't it I, the movies are good. So uh, you you it's kinda weird because you grew up in a in a like your coming of age time, you had the three worst movies ever, uh-huh. so it's really hard. I just watched all three of those like They're in the terrible. last day and a half. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I was so excited as a Star Wars fan. I never thought we'd get new movies after the mm-hmm. first three, and so those ended in 1982 when I was seven years old. So uh-huh. in the 90s, there was a whole like push of this retro Star Wars stuff, which was really super cool. And then they ended up releasing the movies, mm-hmm. but it was kind of part of like a like a, almost like a kitschy punk rock kind of a thing to have like a star wars belt like i have a Mm -hmm. i have a solid gold star wars belt Mm -hmm. or a brass star wars belt like you know i've got all this star wars stuff and i was really up on star wars trivia and there was books and it was cool because it was kind of a cult thing now after then then those you know they remade the original three movies which was okay because we got to see them in theaters again which was fine even though they were bastardized didn't they change stuff they put cgi in a lot of it and kind of tried to make them bigger than they were which Really sucked. Like I so, didn't. like if you're watching Disney Plus now, does it have the re that re? I don't know. Version? I you know what? I'm about to watch a new hope. I'm about to watch Star Wars. Okay. So I'm gonna assume that it has the Lucas versions from the 90s. Okay. I'm gonna assume that. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, and then you know, and then with the uh, with Episode One, Two, and Three that came out. We were just so hungry for Star Wars stuff at that time that we'll take anything. Yeah. And I love the movies when they came out because they're all I had. Now looking back at them, they're so bad. Like what makes the them C- bad? The CGI is so bad okay. that it's like you have like if they have a battle scene, you'll have like a grouping of droids fighting on the left, the left um, lower left 
version of the screen, right? Mm-hmm. And then you look in the upper right version, and it's basically a copy of that up oh. there. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I wow, love that. this is so... <laughs> yeah. Considering like Hanna-Barbera like, cartoons? Yeah, this is like the biggest <laughs> movie of its time, uh-huh. right? I mean, Lucas, like, you know, there was going to be a built-in audience for this, dude. Yeah. You know, I, I get it. Spend a few bucks. You felt cheated. Yeah. And what's what's really great, if you have Disney Plus or you're a fan, if you want... I just did this this morning. Or last night, I watched the end of episode three, which is like, like came out of what, 2003? Mm-hmm. And then I just watched Rogue One. So the difference in filmmaking and production and storyline is so much better. Rogue One is probably, other than Empire Strikes Back, is probably like the best one because mm-hmm. it's just, you care about the characters. It's really well done. The CGI is there, but it doesn't, it's not over the top. Because with the ones that came out like in the 90s with Jar Jar Binks and stuff, they oh, went. God. They so went bad. like pure CGI where like the original yes. and the Rogue One used puppets still and right. tried to keep to the original aesthetic. They used, yeah, a lot. And, you know, that's, that's and you need that. the difference where you've got an older guy in George Lucas who's mm-hmm. like directing again. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. George Lucas has a pretty awesome record because he's, you know, two of the biggest franchises in the world. He wrote Star Wars and Indiana Jones, right? So pretty great there, but... Then even he had a THX one eighty one or whatever it was the uh, his independent film he did never uh, seen it which is really cool Robert Duvall is in it a young Robert Duvall is in that is movie. that on Disney Plus uh, Disney I don't know I don't think so but it's really short it's basically it's a it's a movie about a prisoner in a futuristic society mm-hmm. played by Robert Duvall who uh, he escapes and essentially it's a chase movie it's chasing him the entire film and then at some point. Mm-hmm. The computers, they do like uh, whoever's in charge, uh, the, the the mass computer that's in charge of chasing this guy with all these resources calculates that it is no longer cost effective to chase this prisoner and they all stop and the guy gets his freedom, which is like, that is, we should totally do that with car chases and everything else yeah. today. Right <laughs> like with the war on drugs and everything else, yeah. it's no longer cost effective. Wars in general, they're no longer, co- Afghanistan is no longer cost effective. We shouldn't do this anymore. Maybe those cops in Florida wouldn't have shot that UPS right. guy if they had exactly, that, that, exactly. those mathematics. But uh, it's, it's, he had a really good record. He had, you know, THSX and then he had uh, American Graffiti, which is a classic. I like that I mean, movie, it's a great yeah. film. And then, you know, obviously the Star Wars films. And so he had a really good record. And then he comes out with like three stinkers and he wrote them and directed them. So yeah. it's like, yikes. So anyway. But what anyway, are, if you have an prob- opportunity. He probably felt a lot of pressure from yeah, uh, from studios to make sure. this like the ultimate blah, blah, blah. I think blah, he blah. wanted to make the ultimate because you're yeah. talking about he owns all the franchise rights. He owns yeah. all the all the. Uh, I mean, it used to be. Well, he used to. He doesn't. Disney owns it now. Yeah. But you think about it. Anything that had a Star Wars storyline or or action figure, or toy, or something, it had to go across his desk. He owned everything. I mean, you talk about owning a... Like, that's an empire that he owns. No pun intended. You know? So, anyway, it's really cool that... uh, that I think it's really cool that he put it in the hands of fans again. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you've got... You've got uh, you've got fans kind of running it, and they're doing it the way they they want to. So really good. the The jump between Episode Three and Rogue One is pretty rad, though. It's like, wow, this is this is nine day. Anyway, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Rogue One. Anyway, so thus concluding nerd talk. Nerd and nerds. <laughs> That's what I said. I'm like, I was telling Christina that I took my niece. My niece. I only had. I've got nieces and and nephews. Uh huh. Of all sizes and ages, okay? Mm-hmm. I only had one in the history of all these kids in my family. In 2003, she said to me, Uncle Mike, what's Star Wars all about? And I was like, thank you. I got one. I got at least one. <laughs> the and so, light shone from Right. Heaven. It shone from above. And we watched all the movies kind of in order they were released. So four, yeah. five, and six, one, and two. And mm-hmm. then I took her to see... I said, if we finish all these movies over a set period of time, I'll take you to see uh, episode three at midnight when it comes out. I took her and her boyfriend. It was really super cool. She was probably 15 or 16 mm-hmm. at the time. It was really, really super cool to kind of have that experience with her. And I was I was thinking like, man, a bunch of dorks. We're all just a bunch of dorks <laughs> in this theater. Anyway. So regardless, that's that. So what's, uh, let's talk about Christmas. You have yeah, any Christmas plans, anything like that you're doing? Um not really we usually just go to local family's house and we hang out there all day we don't do like the typical 
Mexican Christmas where we open everything at, at midnight. New, at midnight. You um, go to mass first and then you go. Yeah. We had to do that. <laughs> oh, we had God. to go to midnight mass. I think we did that like one time. We um, did not. It was total Catholic thing yeah. where you had to do that stuff. See, we were Catholic. My parents would let us open one gift mm-hmm. before yeah. we would go to church on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And it was what we were wearing for that Saturday night oh. at church. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a that's a <laughs> sham right there. No, uh-huh. mine, mine was so here's here my house, you talk about traditions, okay? This is uh so I'm the youngest of uh like four in my house. I'm the youngest of four. And so a lot of them were older. And so like we either went to mass Mm -hmm. or if we didn't go to mass, my dad would like, oh, my work is having a Christmas party on Christmas Eve, which is crazy, right? That's asking a lot. Yeah. And they were, I remember a couple of years they had to go to that, but, uh, usually it was my dad shopping Uh like, or in my sister or my sister shopping with my dad or whatever it is. And then my sister's wrapping all my mom's gifts because my dad waited the last minute. And then I just know this, for example, we would always, because we always had a big spread on, on Christmas day, we always ate like really nice cold cuts on Christmas hmm. Eve. So like sandwiches, but they weren't like bologna, yeah. like Oscar Mayer bologna. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. no, they, my mom went to the deli and the guy cut the meat uh-huh. and like, it was like the chicken was nice and the, or what, or the turkey was nice, whatever. And I distinctly remember that like being special, like, oh, this is like expense fancy. This yeah. is like fancy cold cuts. <laughs> I don't remember Christmas Eve. I know, I know on Christmas Eve, we were allowed to open one gift in our stockings. And then Christmas Day, we did the rest of the gifts. Now, like, everyone's older. My youngest niece is 16. Yeah. So everyone's older. Um, my niece, my other niece is having a baby. So that baby will be, like, the the youngest yeah. one in the family at this point. But um, – or the first kid in a long time. So now, like, we all do, like, a secret Santa between all the older people. And then – That's good. Christmas Eve, we're doing uh, – like a white elephant. Right. You right. know, just things to keep everyone entertained. And, yeah. you know, we usually make a big dinner That's Christmas cool. Eve. My What's the dinner consist of? Like, it's, is it Mexican well, food or is it like... No. It's, it's my all, mom all. will make a roast. Oh, like, cool. If you've nice. ever had my mom's roast tacos, they're fucking amazing. And all I right. miss eating meat because of So it's like a that. braised beef. She believes it in the yeah. cooker all day. Oh, oh my yeah, God. It's so that. good. And put that. that. And she makes the homemade tortilla shell, mm-hmm. like the taco shells and everything yeah, yeah. too. It's perfect but I um that. i respect that she's making me vegan tamales and she'll make us vegan enchiladas as oh, well that's cool and then christmas day it'll just be like more of that right more okay. and just more, and more. so you yeah. guys go and then you go home and then you go back yeah okay we'll do that. that's cool it's family yeah. time we actually uh we like to spend christmas eve um avoiding other people. avoiding other people. just kind of like we spend thanksgiving we avoid a lot of people and yeah. it's good and then christmas day we kind of make the rounds and, mm-hmm. and and see folks we're actually part of a secret santa uh through which is funny because most of the people for the secret santa at this at my it's my ex-brother-in-law's house who's uh-huh. really really nice that he hosts everybody and it's really cool but um we we pick names and numbers at names uh, and they have a whole website that they kind of go through elster Name, no it's uh-huh. called uh I don't know what it's called, but anyway, they, you go through and you kind of pick the names and then it has like, Oh, type in what you want. And I'm like, okay, cool. Here's what I want. I'm going to tell the world what I want. Mm-hmm. I want OFTD overproof rum, a bottle of it. Uh-huh. It just costs like, it's a $50 maximum for the, for the secret Santa. Yeah. It's 37 bucks. Like yeah. it's not a big That's deal. That's all you need. That's all I want. Yeah. But I'm trying to put it in the thing and I can't because <laughs> like, it's like OFTD. Do you want a, a, you know, you want an overhead light? No. <laughs> it's like wants to give me all these suggestions. So that's all I want. If anyone's listening from the family, uh, OFTD, it's overproof rum. There you go. Anyway, they're not listening. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah, they're not listening. We have our big like family group chat and it's just nonstop. Oh, if anyone wants to get me this, add this to my list, add this to my list. So all our texts lately have been. Well, my sister-in-law, she just texted. She's like, what if we skip gifts this year? I'm like, or you can do homemade because yeah. I like homemade gifts. I like, I actually mm-hmm. like getting Christmas ornaments for Christmas because mm-hmm. then the next year when you're decorating, you're just like, oh, I remember this. So we forgot to I do like it this I like getting them year. in addition to other things because, you know, I don't watch this stuff. <laughs> That's lame. Like, I can't, I only appreciate that for another like four or five days and then it's gone until next year. <laughs> um, last year, my family didn't do it this year. We forgot. But on Thanksgiving, we do an ornament exchange where we buy, oh. everyone brings a, a wrapped ornament and then we do like a white elephant oh, but with ornaments. That. And that was actually a lot of fun because people, like you, you can find really weird ornaments. ornaments. So it ends up being a lot of fun. That's really cute. That's a good idea. I buy all my ornaments at the sex shop, and they all have one shape. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you mean the Christmas pickle? They're called they're called stalactites. (laughs) (laughs) Christmas stalactites. Okay, do you guys want to open your presents on air? 
Oh, sure. Okay. Oh, sure. Do you uh, want me to open? Uh, this is for Christina. Yeah, Christina. The other one's for you. All right, there you go. What is that wrapping paper? Guys, thing? we got each other Christmas presents. I this am a cool. last minute person, and I this was wrapping really it rad while wrapping, Julia though. got this here. This is Ben Ein wrapping paper. So Ben Ein, who did the? Take a yeah. picture of it first. I'm not gonna take a picture. <laughs> Wait, you guys can open yours first. All right, this is really exciting for, they're the, for the listening audience. They're unveiling They're like gifts. everybody's hitting the forward 15. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Four fifteen. Go the ahead. The ASMR people. Ooh, ah, I love it. And Wait, then there's something in there for you. So I got what? A dream it, about lightning, but oh wow, this is what? <laughs> is this really signed? Yeah, it is. Oh my god, that's so awesome! Thank you so much. Welcome. Wow, and here I told Christina, oh, we don't need to get anybody gifts. Nobody ever gets us anything. <laughs> How cute oh is this? Oh my gosh, that's So Julia really got me three months of succulents. So they mail you, they mail you a succulent every month? Two succulents every month, I believe. That's so dope. Wow. Because if anybody's ever been to our house, they know that I have a thing for succulents. I They're all over so our front bad. door. And then that's so, not so like bad. Uh, sewn the best, but it's a cute little coin so purse. So you sewed this? Yeah, I made you a coin purse. Aww. You made that? Yeah. Dude, so I'm, I feel like such an <laughs> asshole right now. <laughs> Do we want to cut this out of the podcast? No. Okay. No, because we, no, we were okay. actually having this conversation. Your... She goes, oh, we can get something for John and Julia. I'm like, you know, I know they always get us stuff when they travel. We can get them something small or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what's a big deal. It's We're all adults. And then this was Who such cares? a nice gift. This is a uh, uh, Julia and I'm sure John as well yeah. got me uh, a signed uh, copy of a dream about lightning bugs, which is uh, which I have not read. It's the it's the life uh, and times of Ben Folds, and she knows I'm a huge Ben Folds fan. That's really really great. I heard about it on the podcast. I'm such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a jerk. <laughs> All right, so there we go. All right, so proof positive. Mike Beralt is an asshole. <laughs> you heard it first, folks. What so did there's I that. Chocolate mole, ooh. So it's chocolate mole. We went to Puerto Vallarta, and uh -huh. uh, we took a chocolate bean-to-bar like chocolate class, and they had a chocolate mole recipe there, and that was the mole base that they used. Was it good? Did mm -hmm. you guys like it? Uh, it was I, actually, I just had the... I didn't try it, uh -huh. but uh, everybody was raving how good it was. I bet over tofu would actually yeah, make it look really good, taste yeah. really good. Chocolate. 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 Dark chocolate with fine spices. So Yummer. I figured your mans would like that, too. Yeah. That's all John. And then we got And I that. love these. Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's a little keychain that says a homebody club because it me. <laughs> and it looks like a hotel key. Yeah, hotel I love that. Keys. Thank you, guys. And I'm still working on one more thing, but I'm not finished yet. It's that's, totally that's, fine. That's her way of saying, wow, we underperformed on this, and we're going <laughs> to no, have to make I, this up at this some is point. This for her, but <laughs> literally, like, it's going to take me another, like, week to finish. Okay. Do you know then, how long it's taking me to make that coin purse? I promised you a coin purse, like, in June or something, good, and, and I just get, finished you'll it. You'll probably get your next year purse. Okay, and then this one here is for Dwight yes. from the Halperins. Just know I didn't choose this card. Uh, it says it has a cat, an illustration of a cat with a sweater on it, and it says "Meowy Christmas." And then you open it, and there's going to be noise or something. I don't think it stops for three hours. Oh God! I I think John John picked John this loves card. These cards. He it loves says, these Dwight cards. And Meowy New Year, love Harlow. Oh, it's from Harlow. Yeah. Yeah. So you might want to put that in another room because nope, it's not going it to right stop. Here. So let's go. <laughs> and I think I think if you push it again, it, it goes, gets yeah. louder and then it goes longer. Yeah. Hold <laughs> so on. talk about yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Wait, he listen. Oh, cool. Is it you still... can't hear it. It's okay, still perfect. Going. <laughs> All right, great. We'll see if it withstands cold. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, All right. let's play some Christmas music. Let's do it. I think I'll go first just because yeah, I have one it. queued up. Um, I've said it before in this podcast, and everybody who are six listeners who, uh, no joke, they, uh, they, they know that um, I'm a huge fan of. You can hear it. You can still <laughs> I hear love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge, huge fan of um, Los Lobos, and they just put out a new Christmas record. So, oh, stop. Jump the gun there, I buddy. the gun. I jumped the gun. <clears throat> so I'm going to play It's Christmas Time in Texas from the new Los Lobos record called, is that Lego? How do you say that? 
Yego. Yego Navidad. Uh, Christmas so has just arrived. came out like a week ago yeah. or two weeks ago. Or Christmas so, is here. So here it is. Hey, everybody, it's Christmas time. It's Christmas time in Texas. Sometimes it's sunny, sometimes it's snow. It's Christmas time in Texas. I mean, because of this show, I've become such a fan of Los Lobos, and I appreciate their music so much. Oh, that's awesome. And, that's really um, cool. This year, I read uh, Louis Perez's book. I, you know, I still haven't read that. Yeah, I'll let you I'm borrow it. Uh, I'll let you borrow it, but um, I'm a fan, and I, I like that song. Music's yeah, great. super cool. And, you know, they, they <clears> actually... Uh, uh, they released a little video that was on, it was on Facebook or it was a YouTube link based. So if you research Los Lobos Christmas, it'll mm-hmm. come up. Uh, but it's, uh, it's really cool. It kind of just shows them recording the court recording process of mm-hmm. it. And, you know, I think of, even though I played with them uh, a little bit and, uh, been around them, I, I still kind of, in my mind, I think of them as Los Lobos from the eighties. <laughs> Or the early yeah. '80s, and so it's it's really it's really kind of poignant to see all the guys record, and they're all older, and mm-hmm. then it kind of intercuts uh, black and white images of a video of them being with family. Mm-hmm. So it's really it's really kind of cool. So anyway, awesome. there you go. Okay, well, I found a lot of really weird Christmas songs okay. last night. Um, this one I actually heard on K Rock. HD2, so like their 80s station, and it's by Tommy Two Tone. Oh, great! And it's the song. They like didn't even try with this with the title. It's called Santa Jenny Eight Six Seven Five Three (laughs) O (laughs) Nine. Like, like why? (laughs) And then if you listen to the song, which we're going to, if you've ever seen um, that one British Christmas movie that I've talked about before, Love Actually. Love Actually. It reminds me of that that scene where there's that older Christmas, that older musician who's recording a Christmas song. Yeah. yeah, yeah and it's just like the, the love re- is all around. By yeah, the frogs, the, yeah. The, the labels just making you do it. It's basically your hit song and you just have to put some bells in it in the background and make it Christmas. Right, right, right. It's like they barely try it in this song, but I love it. So let's take a listen. Cool. That's definitely Tommy Two Tone, man. That's that. Yeah. That's the. I mean, it's basically the same ass song. You totally. Just, you know, some A and R guy somewhere was like, you know, what we need to do. Like let's your contract back. says. Yeah. Let's let's call back the hit. Just make it a Christmas hit. Yeah. Oh, you want me to write a Christmas song? No, 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 no. no. We want you to just rearrange the words of your current song, mm-hmm. and we'll just do that. And then let's do it in five languages. It's like, dude. <laughs> yeah. There's probably one exactly. of those in Farsi. Probably. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's pretty dumb. Ridiculous. But uh, hey, man. I think it's cool. So uh, that's 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 good that you that you found one that was like you know like that. I think that's rad. Yeah. Um, I actually am going to go a different direction. I'm going to do the Jackson Five. Uh, so give love on Christmas Day. Uh, like the song. Uh, I remember hearing this um, on a Christmas record we had as a kid, like an actual 45. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it was a, it was a compilation Christmas record we had when I was a kid. So anyway, I'm gonna play it for y'all now. Give love on Christmas by the Jackson Five. I love that it's a song that um, that you can listen to a little bit after Christmas because it just it's a good song, you right. know. It just sound it just has a good tune to it. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it reminds me of something we could play on our East on our, on our Low Rider episode. You yeah, know, whatever. Totally. Hold on, should we check in on the cats and see how they're doing? Yeah, please. Okay, hold on. Still going. <laughs> 
going yep. strong in the fridge. You got carolers. Caroling refrigerator. Oh gosh. Do you do you appreciate like people remaking um classic Christmas songs or do you like it when they write their own Christmas songs? Um, it depends. I, I think the classics are great, but I, you know what? The best, the best rock compilation has already been done, I think for Christmas. And mm-hmm. that's the, the very special Christmas, the very first one with Run DMC oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. it and, and you two mm-hmm. and you know, that's a great, great comp. And I think it's a great version of older songs. Um, Newer songs are great too. It's just they got a hard road to like hoe in that, you know, because they have to uh, compete with yeah almost all the sound space and everybody kind of wants around Christmas what's familiar. They want stuff that reminds them of when they were kids and family and stuff. And I guess yeah. you have a short amount of time to get it to yeah. captivate your audience, right? You right, know? yeah, for sure. And and you know, and and to, let's be real. These people aren't in the Christmas spirit when they're recording these things. They're recording them in August. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's like, they're like we got to do a Christmas song. Oh, great, let's figure it out. Yeah. Trust me, I, I know when you do when you do Christmas songs late. It, it's it's a rush. It's a rush job. <laughs> well, let's listen to this Christmas original. It's by one of my loves, Cindy Lauper, and you know Cindy Lauper is a little in her own world, anyways. So yeah, she sure. made her own Christmas album that's pretty wacky, and this song is called Christmas Conga. Does it feature Captain Little Bino? I wish. Okay. Uh, my friend Katie uh, was playing this. I saw it on her. Instagram stories and I freaked out and I Are had you talking to play about Katie Perry, your friend Katie Perry. Yeah, I, I like to name drop guys. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Casual. So I was hanging out with uh, my friend Katie. Uh, you might know her, Katie Perry. Yeah, she did the yeah, Super Bowl. You know, but anyway, you know her. Yeah. Anyways, this is Christmas Conga and prepare to blow your mind. That's cool. That's like your Christmas Eve party time. Yeah. Like in the 80s where I'm in my my artist loft and, uh, you know, Warhol shows up and we put that on. (laughs) (laughs) This is dream Christmas you're in. This uh, came out in 1998. Oh, oh, never mind. Okay, cool. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. So that didn't happen. Uh, So Warhol is dead. Yeah. But, uh, you know, 1998, they were just gentrifying the the Lower East Side there in New York. So. What's his face was cleaning everything up. Yeah, Giuliani's yeah. cleaning cleaning stuff up. Okay, gotcha. Everything got really expensive. <laughs> sure, okay. That's that's really good. No, that's cool. I you know I respect Cindy Lauper because she has a unique voice yeah. and she writes a lot of her own. So her, well, her writing partner and her uh, that 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 dude that was in her band that wrote like True Colors and all that. Oh, they wrote okay. together, uh, which is interesting. There's Dwight drinking. <laughs> no, take take your time. No, and this is this moment's been brought to you by Dwight drinking. Dwight drinking, because even flat-faced dogs need refreshment. <laughs> hey, hydration is hydration key. Hydration is key, bro. All right. So uh, I'm going to do uh, I'm gonna do one. I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Pretenders. Um, so I'm going to do this song. Uh, it's called 2,000 Miles. And uh, it was an original that they did, but I, I think it was an original. Anyway, I don't know. I only know it as them doing it. So I really love it. But here it is, 2,000 Miles by the Pretenders. Uh, I like it. It's I love her voice. Yeah, I like know. her voice is just so iconic. She's so. she's really great, and, and I, I've said it before. I that the Pretenders really kind of found that niche. You have to respect anybody who follows their heart, like she did, and kind of. I'm gonna oh, from Ohio. I'm gonna go to England, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go to England. I'm gonna meet Ray Davies, mm-hmm. and then she ends up marrying him. You know, because she loves the Kinks, and then she ends up hanging out with Joe Strummer and hanging out with the Sex Pistols and and Vivian Westwood and like all mm-hmm. these. It's like. You're from Ohio. You're yeah. from a steel town. In the 70s, you bought a plane ticket mm-hmm. to go to an impoverished 
like basically the D- Detroit of Europe at yeah. that time, you know, in that part of town. And you're, you're there. Oh, that's crazy, man. That's crazy that she was able to do that and, and then make this career that's really contributed a verse to, to, you know, this art. You know, it's really great. And, and stuck, she plays a Rickenbacker, which is Yeah, cool. and she's stuck, <laughs> she's stuck to her own aesthetic totally, and yeah. style of music right, for so right. long, too, yeah. which isn't necessarily, like, the most popular type of music, but she's still, like... Respected and well known. Yeah, and exactly. Appreciated. Exactly. Everywhere. Down. <clears throat> okay. Awesome. So my next song is by the Preservation Hall Jazz Band. Oh, that's gonna be cool. And it actually features Big Frida. And I played a Big Frida song last year. She's amazing. And we're just gonna play this one because it's great. Awesome. It's called Make It Jingle. Make it jingle, baby. Season to be queen. Well, I got my right, and it's time to leave. Now you know what that means when I shake them teeth. Make it jingle, 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 great you know what i mean yeah. like to think like that was great about uh the music tastes good festival that that john did uh, that your husband did who was on our last episode uh, yes so, go listen to it but uh go listen to it but the fact they curated such a great lineup a couple of years ago to be able to see lizzo on the same stage as big actually no on a smaller stage than big lizzo Frida was, was on the small stage yeah. big Frida was on the big stage and i feel were they at the same time they, it was right after one another, right after because right. i was watching Big Frida, and then I walked over yeah. and I caught half of Lizzo's set. But really cool, really, really cool. I just like that. <clears throat> you know what? I like that. There's a voice. It may not be a voice that I'm used to. It may not be a voice that uh, a lot of people, a lot of mainstream people would would recognize. But there's mm-hmm. a voice out there, and it's uh, Big Frida's great. The way yeah she is. I think the pronoun is she. Is she? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it goes. Okay, good. So I didn't want to be that. But you you mm-hmm. really inspired me, though, because um, that same festival, uh-huh. uh, the next year, I think, the Dirty Dozen Brass Band was there. Yeah. And they really knocked me out because Dirty Dozen Brass Band, for anybody who doesn't know, is kind of a... It's got some. It's got some of the same musicians, but it can be a revolving door, like a lot mm-hmm. of the, the brass bands in um, New Orleans. A lot of musicians, if you've never been to New Orleans... There's a guild, man. There's guys that show up and they play standards and they know what they're going to do. They all mm-hmm. speak the same language and they just blow them out and they get paid at the end of the night. Dirty Dozen Brass Band. I heard a story from our good friend, Tazy Phillips from the Scott Parade radio show. Uh, he had said uh, one time that he had wanted to have Ian McKay on his show from Fugazi. And Ian McKay's only stipulation was, yeah, you can interview me, but you have to play the Dirty Dozen Brass Band on the show because they were really great. And they do covers. They've done Radiohead covers. They've done a bunch of different ones. But this is Meli Kaliki Maka. So this mm-hmm. is a... This is a, a... Dirty Dozen Brass Band does all the brass on this. So... Uh, I uh, I actually love the song and they have a really cool take on it. So here it is. Belly Kaliki Maka is the team to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you. I like it. Yeah, it's it's actually Poi Dog Pondering who does the singing of that. Okay. Was, yeah. So. I was gonna say he kind of reminds me of like a Tiny Tim. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or or like a Doctor Demento. Yeah. A bit. Yeah. No. Uh, but uh, just the the band itself is really great because they'll yeah. they'll do. I think during Music Tastes Good, they actually did. Um, Didn't they do like Arcade Fire. They or did something? Arcade Fire, and then they did a because they, they were in Long Beach. Uh huh. And these guys are from New Orleans. Like they know Long Beach from. Nothing. What? They're like, yeah. since we're in Long Beach, we're gonna. They did nothing but a G thing. Oh, that's they did awesome. like, you know. Oh, well, I don't remember that. Yeah, but that's cool. I remember they. It was like nighttime, maybe before Janelle Monet or something. They were walking around like the food area. Yeah, and they were playing and just gathering crowds around them and just everyone. That's one see, was that's, dancing and hanging that's, out. I love that about those type of bands. I mm-hmm. love it. It's Ozo Motley is very similar to that. Yeah, where it's like they start their set from the back of the room and they walk up on stage and every by the time they get to the front of the stage. If you didn't know what was happening, you're like, damn, what's happening? Like, I, I want this to be rad, you know? So 
Uh, it's really cool when musicians do that. And to be honest, in New Orleans, it's it's not uncommon. We go every year uh, in February every year just for uh, Crew de Vu. So if you've never been to New Orleans at that time, it's the week before uh, uh, Mardi, Mardi Gras. And it's it's really small. It's mm-hmm. a small kind of uh, parades and but all the musicians are out and it's not uncommon to have a street just in the, in a random intersection that was just closed for the parade to have 10 musicians just jump out, start passing a bucket and yeah. start playing. And it's really incredible. It's really great. So awesome. got to do that at least once in your life. Head that head out to that. All right. So my next artist, his name is Langhorn Slim. So a little uh, yeah. kind of a country Americana artist. And he does his version of Deck the Halls. Uh-oh. And I just like it because I was starting to think while I was making my playlist, like this is kind of a, a wacky, or at least on my end, like a, what would a tiki bar play during Christmas time? And right. I feel like this song kind of suits it. That is probably my favorite song of the day. Awesome. That's really, really cool. Um, just because people, you're right about the Tiki aesthetic with it. Uh, we were just talking a little bit off air, but but uh, you have like people think Tiki is Jimmy Buffett, yeah. And it's so 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 not that. It's like that is that is the Budweiserification of it, mm-hmm. right? But realistically, when you think about Tiki stuff, take rockabilly and you take surf music mm-hmm. and punk rock and put them together, and you have this garagey cool sound, and it goes into Americana, goes into country a little bit. But that with the Farfisa organ on it, that is awesome. Really it, love that. It's song. weird, is what yeah, it is. Like I said, like the B fifty twos to me, right? Yeah, and abso- Devo no, you're ab- are fit with Tiki. Totally, well, Devo absolutely yeah. is a fit with it. And and the the great thing about it is it's kind of a catch all for a lot of these things. But when I think of Tiki, that's what I think. I think of surf guitar. I think of kit garage rock in the '60s mm-hmm. that heard the Beach Boys and were like, oh, okay, well, we can't do that. Because yeah. there's only one Brian Wilson, right? Mm-hmm. So we can't do that, but we can do this. And it's distorted guitar, and it's all—it's a precursor yeah. to a lot of of punk rock, and that's what's great about it. So good choice with that. Awesome. Um, I'm going to do a little self-promotion here. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> my band, Bite Me Bambi, released a uh, holiday song. Uh, it's called Holiday Cheer. It's basically about drinking. So there you go. Because what do you? how do you cope with the holidays? Huh? Just, you know, only one holiday way. cheer. <laughs> There's only one way to do it. And we recorded this song. Uh, we actually wrote it. Uh, uh, it's an original. And had it produced by our, our very good friend, um, Cameron Webb, who uh, okay. he's worked with. Katy Perry, and he did a bunch of Motorhead records, and he's were lit, and a bunch of bands. He's uh, a really great guy, so hopefully he listens. If he doesn't, that's fine too. But uh, <laughs> this is Holiday Cheer, a Bye Bye Me Bambi, the explicit version. So here it is. I like your band. I've said it before. Your band's fun. It reminds me of like old school sky days. Yeah. Which is early 2000s. But, early t- <laughs> <laughs> but I really enjoy that. That Christmas oh, cool. Song. Thank you. Uh, you know, I don't like to, uh, I don't like to be, to use this platform for self-promotion unless we're announcing shows or something light like that. I mean, we have five listeners. What else are you going to yeah, do exactly. with the show? Right. Exactly. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, and it was fun to record and we did a cool little video for it just in an alleyway in Santa Ana on a Sunday morning. It was really cool. So yeah. it was fun. So it thanks works. to Christina for, for doing the video for that. That was really nice. Awesome. Okay. Uh, we are going to want to check in with the cats. Uh, yeah. I hope they're not getting too cold. I think they died. Oh. <laughs> we could only hope. Just when you think. <laughs> take, take, take five, homies. It's a All gift right. that keeps on giving. <laughs> okay. Good to know that if I was ever trapped in the fridge, I could scream and you could still kind of hear. 
I'm in the fridge. Um, okay, I'm going to play Devo. And oh, cool. We're going to play Mary Something to You. It's not on, I think it's on a compilation of other Christmas songs. I couldn't find it like in any of their own albums, but um, the compilation is called Gift Wrapped to Snowden. I don't know. And it came out in 2010. But yeah, let's listen. Mary Something to You. Whether you're Christian, Muslim, or Jew, happy holidays. Any old dance that you like to do, happy holidays. Eat my drink of nibble gobble chew, happy holidays. Believe what you want to, nothing's really true, happy holidays. Marry something to you, marry something to you, marry something to you. That's cool, you know I'm Devo fans. So yeah, I uh, I heard the song before. I think it's a great song, and and uh, I like that. I just like that. You know, Devo's punk rock, man. They're yeah, out there, they like, are. They're just like we're gonna do this. It's gonna be really weird. Like <laughs> we're gonna make it cool. And I absolutely love them. So I'm, I'm glad you played that song. That's really cool. Like I can't um, tell if it's if the Aquabats sound like Devo or Devo sounds like the Aqua. Like to me, that sounds like Bat Commander singing. Yeah, totally. You know. Yeah. Well, it, and you know it's. I think, uh, Christian, I think the Bat Commander would say thank you. Like, that's, uh, we're going for that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's, that's really great. But, uh, no, I think, I think that's rad. Um, so we have only have a couple left. So I'm going to do, uh, I actually really like the Shins. I hate this song. Like, I, oh. I hate the original recording of this song because mm-hmm. I do not like Wings. Mm-hmm. I hate the band Wings. I think Wings is terrible. Like, I love the Beatles that much where it's like, no, dude, no. It's kind of like <laughs> Talking Heads. And I've said this before. It's like Talking Heads and the Heads, okay? Mm-hmm. Like David Byrne leaves Talking Heads and he starts David Byrne, right? And David Byrne does his own thing, right? The Talking Heads, the rest of the Talking Heads start the Heads and they do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Neither of them are as good <laughs> as the Talking Heads together. Uh-huh. And it's similar with the Beatles. Like, John had his great career on his own, and he wrote some great songs for sure. Mm-hmm. But the Plastic Yo- Ono Band and, you know, and Wings after that, I mean, just for Paul McCartney, dude, stop. Okay, stop. Even George Harrison, who I think actually did his best work outside of the Beatles, but whatever, because he didn't have the restraints of John and Paul, mm-hmm. but whatever. I, I just got to say, like, they were better together. And so John wrote this song, uh, Wonderful Christmas Time. Uh, or no, sorry, Paul wrote this song, Wonderful Christmas Time, and I think the Shins did it better. So here it is, the Shins with Wonderful Christmas Time. The party's on The feeling's here That's actually one of my favorite Christmas songs, and I, I like both the Paul McCartney version and the Shins version. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. cool. All right. But, I, I actually, I just, any wing song, it just seems like it's overindulgent Paul McCartney, and uh-huh. I think they needed the balance of each other, the songwriters of John and Paul together, I don't know, to kind of balance each other out, but whatever. I think, I like that, hearing somebody else sing it, I like it, mm-hmm. so I think it was just, I don't want to see his turtle face singing it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like, Paul McCartney looks to me like... there's a a a nick jr cartoon called franklin and he's a little turtle that wears a little baseball hat and i picture yeah no if you you ever seen the thing in like it used to be in the back of tv guide it's like can you draw this and it was like a little turtle and it's like you sent it in and if then they if they could win a scholarship to an art school or whatever it is Uh and uh and mm-hmm. he reminds me of Paul McCartney because it's got like this weird like face, you know, it's like double chin. Like that? Yeah, exactly. He looks like Paul McCartney. <laughs> totally looks like him. <laughs> oh my God, I so, won't get that out of my head yeah, now. Well, you know, it'd be great. Simply having a wonderful Christmas, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Anyway, so uh, that's why his turtle face. MC Turtle Face should be his new band, and it'd be great. You know, anyway, <laughs> what so. if he hears this and then he does it? I hope he does. And just know, I have ultimate respect for Paul McCartney. I'm just saying, we both know you did your best work. We both know where you did your best work, okay? I'm just saying. Not to be a hater. That, be a hater. that is Mike Baralt speaking. Yep. Email Mike me. Baralt Come at me, bro. Speaking. Email me, six people. 
You got a, you got a problem with what I said? Email all, me. All as lawyers, you get an email tomorrow. <laughs> cease. It's 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 called both. It's it's a dual gift. It's a cease and desist. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. Um, so one of my last songs. I have two more left. I'm gonna play again. I found very weird stuff. This is the Weather Girls. Oh, the Weather Girls. Wow. And they're singing "Dear Santa," and then in parentheses it says, "Bring me a man this Christmas." Bring me a man's. <laughs> And the video is really funny too. So that's cool. Let's take a listen. Yeah, that was a. So I could just imagine, like, a big bear daddy with an open robe and yeah. a Santa hat on and a margarita glass, just singing that in his apartment by himself. I can see it too. With yeah. good lighting. With good lighting, yeah, exactly. Yeah, leopard speedo. I'm into it. Uh, that, no, that's cool. Let me know if that's Mike later. <laughs> Send me a man. It's raining. Man. All right. Um, okay. So uh, I'm going to end mine with uh, one of my favorites. Uh, I really like, really, when, when you look back at, you know, musicians, it all kind of stems from R&B, you know. So, uh, uh, you know, you go back, like, old R&B. So you go back with, uh, I really I really love Chuck Berry, and he's got a really cool, he did a bunch of work on Chess Records, and he actually released this song called uh, Run Run Rudolph uh, on... Uh, on Chess Records back in the 50s. So I'm going to play that because it's rad. So here it is, Run Run Rudolph by Chuck Berry. All I want for Christmas is a rock and roll electric guitar And then away went Rudolph whizzing like a shooting star It's a classic Christmas song. Classic you Christmas can't song, right? hate that song. No, that song is you... so good. Chuck, okay, here's how good Chuck Berry is. Tell he, me. He's like convicted of like rape <laughs> things over the years. He's mm-hmm. an abuser and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's still really good. It's like, oh man, he, they did a really good. So what's that What's that podcast you listen to? Disgraceland? Yeah. Yeah, they the did a about... really good one on Chuck Berry. I haven't listened to that you know, one yeah, yet. It's, uh... it's really upsetting because there's, there's these people that it, it's, a lot of the stuff he talks about is stuff that was before like my time or internet or whatever. And so it's kind of disturbing when an artist that you've kind of looked up to and you know, their stuff is like mm-hmm. this awful human being. Yeah. yeah like are. I love Sam cook, but yeah. the Sam yeah. cook episode. Oh, yeah, totally. oh my God. Yeah, the Sam cook one is crazy. He's like a monster. He's a monster <laughs> for sure. For sure. James Brown too. Yeah. It's like, he, like people always talked about James Brown being kind of a part to deal with in a diva. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize all that stuff was true about like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm just going to kidnap someone and hold them in my house. <laughs> totally. Like, what? Yeah. And not even when he was, this is, he was like, yeah. what, 60 yeah, or something? Yeah, he's like, he it's in the that? 80s that he did Jesus. that. It's crazy. Oh, it was 1986. Like, wait, are you kidding me? Like, wow, yeah. this guy, wow, okay. It's not like he kidnapped somebody in like the early 50s. No. You know, it's, dude, anyway. It's that's, crazy. But that uh, that's a good podcast to listen to. Yeah, it is for sure. Plug in that podcast. Uh, but anyway, so this is your last, this is your last song for the year. Yeah. Um, you know what? Why not go out with the bang? This is like the saddest Christmas song I've ever heard. <laughs> it's along <sighs> the same vein. I know. <laughs> it's like, is it written by, um, like your dream, your dream band? Like if Elliot Smith actually played in the Smiths and no. they covered Cure songs? This is like, <laughs> this, this is very reminiscent of. In our Halloween episode, I think last year we played, or you played a song called Psycho. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yes, so yes, it's yes, a country yes, yes, yes. artist storytelling Love song. It. And it's Billy's Christmas Wish. So why not give you spoilers? Um, this song is about a little boy who goes to visit Santa. And he talks about how he's such a bad boy. He, he gets it. Maybe he doesn't deserve anything. His dad's in prison for shooting his mom's boyfriend. His mom works at the bar every night. Her, his mom's boyfriend tells him he's a bad boy and just curses at him and drinks all day. Yikes. <clears throat> and his only God. wish is to 
be with Jesus on Christmas. Oh, <laughs> wow. So um, we'll I'm play a so piece glad. of it. I'm so glad you picked this. <laughs> we'll just so play. Glad. We'll play some of it. Way to end the year on a high note. This is this is, uh, this is Julia's little way of bringing some Satan into your Christmas. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is a reality, y'all. Well, my daddy lives in prison, Santa. That's what Mama says, anyhow. They say he shot Mama's boyfriend. He's been there a long time now. And me and Mama, we live with Mr. Brown now. Mom works at the bar every day. Mr. Brown just drinks beer and cusses a lot whenever I get in his way. So I've been gone about four days now, Santa. I've been sleeping. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I'm <laughs> like sorry, you need everyone. A, a drink and a, and a nice I shower a, after I that. Need a, I need a little holiday cheer from that. That's a. So, wow. <laughs> wow. So, um,. Billy dies. <laughs> <laughs> Billy dies in Santa's arms it was at the his end Christmas of this. It was to his go Christmas live with wish. Santa. Holy shit! Like, I'm just saying. Why would you write that song? Was yeah. this song written because something like this actually happened? Because sometimes country songs are based on like lore and you know stories that happen within town. I know this is like from the '60s, so I don't know if it's real or not. You know, but. Um, why does this song exist on a Christmas album? Yeah. <laughs> like, who's going to listen to that yeah. at their house? Like, oh, here's what I'm going to listen to for Christmas. Let's put these on. You got Bing Crosby. You've got Elvis. Uh, Nat King Cole. And then this fool. <laughs> yeah. This, his name is Red Sovine. Okay. Um, he is best remembered for his earnest, funny, and at times highly sentimental recitations that took the yeah, blah, 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 blah. Wow. He was born Woodrow Wilson Sovine. Oh, wow. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah, just another country artist. Wow. I just, I don't get where this song comes from. I, yeah. Or well, why. That's, that's pretty bad. Well, you know, I think Billy's in a better place. I think I want to join him. <laughs> what if Santa actually had to deal with, what if there, there was probably a mall Santa that had to deal with something like this and it just, yeah. you know, in his town. This could be a really rad Quentin Tarantino movie where Santa becomes the equalizer and he just like, he kills the kid, but then he's got to kill everybody to... Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Where he's like euthanizing children here All and right. There. Well, Merry Christmas. Well, Merry Christmas, Euth- guys. Euthanizing kids. Perfect. I uh, mean, great. Santa did it, not me. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, uh, that was a good year, so thanks for... Uh, Thanks for co-hosting. It's, it's been a good year. We've made some really good mixtapes. I think we have a lot of fun doing this, whether yeah. or not we actually have listeners. That's right. Um, but yeah, it's been a good time. It's, it's been a good time. So thank you both. And uh, then for we are Christina gonna, and you as well. We are going to take a little break. We're take a little breaky. Uh, we'll be back with new episodes probably in later January. Yeah, for sure. So uh, yeah. we'll take a couple weeks off. And, and everybody have a happy... Happy holidays and uh, a prosperous new year, and we will see you in the coming year, 2020. See you at the movies. Bye-bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mixtape Mixtape Podcast for show notes, pictures, and behind-the-scenes snaps. And while you're at it, head over to the <laughs> website, mixtapemixtapepodcast.com for complete playlists as well as links to all the spot- songs on Spotify. Just know that I worked really hard on putting all those playlists up and I have feelings. Or did you work really hard at avoiding other responsibilities? Shut up. Just don't forget to tell your friends. One more thing. We know you're busy people, but go ahead and click to review and give us a five-star rating or comment on whichever podcast platform you listen to us on. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye.